from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Remember, back when, many years ago, late night TV was actually watchable. And you had the Johnny Carsons of the world, the guys with actual talent that could keep you entertained. And you remember, they started taking days off their week. Not going to do Fridays, not going to do this day. I know that's what it looks like I'm doing. I'm not. I am not doing that. That is not happening. It just so randomly keeps occurring, whether it's the holidays we just went through a couple of weeks ago or these last couple of days with the snow and the ice. You see, this operation is in various locations. You have the actual studio, which is WNSR, where the show launches. And that's where Patton and the folks are. All the lawyers that monitor the uh, the conversations. We say that jokingly, obviously. And then I'm south in the Wilco kiosk location. So there's moving parts, and those moving parts have to be in sync for us to do the show, and 99.9% of the time it is, but when we have inclement weather and Patton can't get into the station, we can't do much. That's just the way it is. Patton, I know you just sent me a message prior. You didn't have much trouble this morning, correct? Yeah, nothing major. Most of the roads were fine. There were a few spots that were a little hairy, but uh, I got six more, six, six to seven more hours before I have to worry about getting back home. So I'm, I'm warm in the studio. We're doing well. Not only that, but we did a spaces yesterday. Now I had never done that before. Now I've clicked on to some they were stock market related months and months back but i've never quote hosted one and old miss evie who is a dear friend 
of us all, right, a dear friend of the show, kept pushing me nicely. Now, Evie, look, Evie does not have a mean bone in her body. Kept suggesting, hey, Bill, we can do with spaces. Bill, we we can do it. And yesterday I said, you know what, let's just try. I'm not going to commit to anything. Let's just, let's give it about an hour. Do this blindly, seat of the pants, and see what happens. And you know what? It was fun. It was fun. I could see us, as we discussed, doing that some from here on. Now, how that would work and where it would land, and that remains to be seen. How available am I at the time? If some big news item hits, what am I doing at the moment? That's that's the question, but I'd love to be able to do that. Not not every time something, meaning the direction of the wind changes, but something that's worth, okay, guys, we need to assemble. Let's go. Something like that. And I'm open-minded to that, and you folks could not have been nicer we had a nice crowd, nice little crowd. I'd like to see that expand a lot. But, yeah, let's let's see how that goes, yo. Let's let's play with that a little bit and see if that's not a, another fun stream that we can all enjoy. Guesting today, we just sync up with the Wednesday show. Brett Ciancia coming up in about eight or so minutes. Brett Ciancia, pick six previews. Blake Rafino at the top of our number two. No more guesting. I didn't guess it up other than that. We have a lot I do want to get to today. 615-844-5600 on Twitter, at Bill is King, and you can email the show, BillIsKing7 at gmail.com. I don't know if this is common. I don't think it is. The Falcons of the NFL, and hey, Bill, you you come back and you're a pro guy? No, 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 no. The Falcons tweeted that they have interviewed Jim Harbaugh. Again, folks, I'm a college high school guy. I don't watch NFL hardly ever, and I do not keep up with the ins and outs. I don't enjoy it, but I did see that. I think Bill Shanks down in Georgia is the one that might have retweeted it, but I noticed that he is now interviewed with the Falcons and the Chargers. Now, what does that mean? Unclear. I have been convinced for months now that this would be it as a college coach for Jim Arbaugh. That has not been consummated. No decision has been made. This news also out, that contract that has been waiting at Michigan for khaki Jesus has a clause in it that reads something like, If the NCAA comes down on us, he can't be fired for cause. 
or for that reason. There is verbal protection reportedly in this unsigned contract. It's somewhere around 10 years, 11, 12 million a year for him. But it does have in it projection that says NCAA keeps chasing us and then they land some allegations on us and you want to cut ties with me, you can't. Now, I'm not sure what the verbiage is there. In general terms, we've been told about that. All we know, all we know today, I assume still he's going to the NFL. There are folks who are reputable who seem to think maybe, maybe not. I think he's gone. I think you have to prepare as if he's gone. If he stays, so be it. Now, Michigan coming off a national championship is going to have a big roster transformation ahead of them. Nothing wrong with that. They just won the national championship on the field, fair and square. But that roster is going to undergo a massive overhaul just by virtue of the timing. Old roster, guys moving on, guys turning pro. Maybe some transfers here or there. Quarterbacks moving on. That's going to be interesting. And I wonder if you're Harbaugh, now Jim's a very good coach, but coming back as the head coach off a national championship, you're not set as a roster like, let's say, Georgia has been when they're flirting with repeats and accomplishing repeats or Alabama's roster. You do not have the layers of comfort and cushion with quality like, let's say, Georgia has and continues to have. It's not the same. You don't have the ready plug-and-play guys on that turnstile level like the program in Athens, Georgia. You don't. And I don't know how much that weighs in when Harbaugh is considering the future. I would think it's more about the lifestyle of the NFL, getting out of this vigilante mess, which is the college game, and also – even though he's pocketed tens of millions of dollars, probably make more per year. They probably pay him 15, which is, which is comfort money for him. Probably pay him somewhere around there, which is more than anybody in the college games making. And other than Belichick, who was making 25, who all's making more than 15? A couple of guys, but not a bunch. Not a bunch on that level. Harbaugh news was very, very interesting. Did you see that the Buckeyes have indeed selected Ross Bjork as their next AD, replacing longtime AD Gene Smith? He takes over from what I saw in July, meaning this summer. He had been at Missouri and administration and the athletic department 
Western Kentucky as the AD, just over the border in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and now the Buckeyes. What does that mean? Everybody's saying, well, Bill, he's the one that gave Jimbo that knucklehead contract, which did not turn out well. True. Also, he's the one that wanted Mark Stoops as the next A&M coach. I like Coach Elko. Uh, Do not misunderstand what I'm about to say. Stoops would not have been a bad hire. I know the fan base got their pitchforks out and everything over it. Stoops is a good coach. Stoops is a tough guy, physical coach. I'll tell you this, and this is not necessarily to disparage Ryan Day. If Mark Stoops had that program, you wouldn't get punked by Michigan in the trenches like you have two of the last three years. That would not be a problem. But yes, they did hire, beginning July, Ross Bjork as the new AD. Preziancia, when we continue. Good to be back. Yeah, fantastic to be back. Omni National Hotel. Good morning. They were trying to clean up several accidents over in the Hermitage area a little bit earlier. Both were 40 westbound near OHB. They just uprighted that truck that flipped earlier this morning on Briley Parkway at White's Creek Pike. And now we're dealing with a stalled truck blocking the right lane on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. It's uh, slowing down that traffic coming through Antioch as it builds behind it there on 24 westbound coming in right now from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County through Davidson County. A Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693. 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Their offensive system is way outdated. It's, it's in the same folder with beepers, VHS, Super Tech Mobile, payphones. It's in the same category. Mr. Gaddy's Pizza Man. Buffet. Great. Fantastic. It's in the same folder. Fantastic. I love that buffet. It was great. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Brett Ciancia, Pixx Previews. Joined just from up in Pennsylvania, which is always supposed to be colder than the south. We just added a degree for you folks. You saw me post minus four about 30 minutes ago. I just checked, said minus five. (laughs) I didn't know, Brett, we were doing the show from the North Pole right now, but apparently we are. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning to you, Bill. Thanks for having me on, and hope you all are staying warm down there. It seems like a cold front, and yeah, we got some snow up here in Pennsylvania, but um, yeah, great to talk college football. What do you make of Alabama with Coach DeBoer and Coach Grubb coming, apparently Kane Womack coming up from South Alabama to be a defensive coordinator? Your thoughts on the staffing? Yeah, so far so good for Alabama. I think they hit a home run with their head coach hire, Kalen DeBoer. Uh, he just swept all the head coach awards uh, for 2023, and rightfully so after taking over Washington, who really struggled offensively for the better part of the last decade. And uh, overnight, he brings in his quarterback, Michael Penix, his play caller, Grubb, and they are now you know, the best passing offense in the country two years in a row. Highs and finalists, and brings them all the way to 14-0 right in the national title game. So uh, incredible to pull that off at Washington, a place they recruit usually outside the top 20 nationally, and you just don't see those teams make playoff runs or national title runs anymore. So uh, that, what, what that means, great coaching, great ability to build a staff. And I think he's done it again. He brought Ryan Grubb with him, the ace play caller, and Kane Womack, a very good defensive coordinator hire. So um, they're hitting the ground running at Alabama. Uh, it's always impossible to replace a legend, but uh, just to start a, a new, different era, I think it's off to a good start. Yeah, I I like what I see. What I'm trying to reason with 
Brett, how would you talk to Alabama fans as they grapple with a really good hire, it appears, but expectations juxtaposed against what you just had in Saban? Yeah, it's going to be really tough. It's going to be an adjustment. I mean, they're coming off arguably the greatest dynasty in college football history. Um, just his long run there, the, all the number one recruiting titles, and then converting that into playoff and BCS and national title contenders and champs uh, so many times. Um, you know, it was rare for a saving recruiting class to not win a national title over the four years uh, at Alabama. In fact, I don't think it ever happened uh, because this, this latest drought was only three years. So, um, yeah, so just an unprecedented run. Uh, they will be challenged now, and just you know, welcome back to welcome back to college football. It'll be a little bit more of a, of a struggle, but um, but still, I think that he leaves behind such a legacy, and Alabama is such a strong brand that I think they'll still be a, a top five recruiter most years, and we'll see if they have the right coaches and coordinators to uh, you know to assemble a roster. But I think they're positioned really well in the modern era, and um, while it might not be Nick Saban, the all-time dynasty coach. I think it's still going to be a strong program for the foreseeable future. It is interesting to see Alabama almost standing alone right now getting poached. All the players that have that 30-day window, now they'll keep a good chunk of them. I'm not too worried about Alabama in that regard, but it is kind of interesting as they're sitting there as the proverbial fish in the barrel. Yeah, for sure, and um, it's that's mostly because this uh, latest round of coaching carousel came later than the usual one. I mean, you have this post-playoff uh, vacancy now, and um, that's what's causing this because they're the only team then, and now I guess a couple of Washington, Arizona, out west um, are now open for a 30-day no-penalty transfer. So, But when we talk about rosters that are stacked, there's so many five-stars at Alabama, more than anybody in the country, maybe Georgia, um, so you have every head coach in the country has their eyes on that roster. See if there's any uh, any, any ties to former players, former recruits that they have. Um, I think I already saw a bond of top receivers going to Texas. So it is open season over there. But remember, for Alabama's sake, it is a, a two-way portal where they can bring in some of these Washington guys alongside a head coach to board. I mean, he might bring some of his best players with them. And um, and I'd also say that. It might just be a temporary deficit they get hit with. I mean, say they lose 10 great players here in January. The next time the portal opens up, I'm sure most players would want to take a shot at playing for Alabama. So uh, it might be a temporary hit, but they'll be fine. What do you think about Jed Fish and Washington? Yeah, I love the hire. Um, This is a guy I spoke with about three or four years ago when he first took the Arizona job. I was really intrigued by his story. This is a guy who never played football. He, uh, he was a tennis star, tennis player, and uh, went to Florida for just a normal degree, and then he started taking unpaid roles with East Barrier staff. He just went, went down there, volunteered, wanted to learn more about football, wanted to learn from the best, uh, learned you know, the modern offensive game from him, and then quickly rose through the ranks that way. Very unprecedented rise to a Power 5 head coaching job, and now – moving up to a team fresh off a national title run. And what he did at Arizona, I think, was incredible, too. Uh, took over a winless team, and within two years has him back 11 wins, the best team since 1998, that Desert Storm team. So, uh, and he's done building the defense, building the offense, transfers. He's done everything. So 
I think it's a good hire, and I think he's going to bring some of the star players with him up to Washington. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the guy. Al Equipa Bob, who lives down in Central Florida, but a longtime Pittsburgh resident and Penn State fan, wants to know your thoughts on Penn State hiring Andy Kotelnicki as the offensive coordinator and also your thoughts on Tom Allen, D coordinator, and special teams coordinator Justin Lustig. Yeah, well, I mean, I might sound like I'm a, a sunshine pumper today. I'm really hyping these guys up, but it's just a, it's just a matter of fact. I like a lot of these hires so far, and Coach Lenecki is one of them. Again, another guy I spoke with, really liked his offensive scheme, uh, the way that he was going to install that at Kansas, a team that was a program that was pretty much broken for 15 plus years. And uh, he goes in very methodically and changes the culture there along with Lance Leipold. So, yeah, spoke with him, love his offense, uh, look at his stats, look at them on film. It's a very creative offense. That's really what Penn State is desperate for. They've been stuck in the mud offensively for some time since McSorley left. So, uh, yeah, change of, uh, change of mindset there. Coordinator is going to do them wonders. And then defensively, yeah, James Franklin, he just reaches back into his, his Rolodex there of head coaches, former head coaches. Last time it was Manny Diaz, this time Tom Allen, who they've proven themselves as good head coaches and defensive minds, and uh, I think that he'll do fine there. So, yeah, two, two great hires by Franklin. He really has to ace this coordinator run because um, the, I think the, the patience is running thin amongst the Penn State fan base, and now tensions are higher because you bring in USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington. It's going to be harder to contend. So got to ace these coordinator hires. I like them on paper. Jim and Jupiter points out, hey, guys, Florida State has now received five Alabama players in the portal. Earl Little would be one that jumps out at me. Malik Benson, the running back, Roy Dale Williams, is also one that jumps out at me. And Sean Murphy, I'm skipping somebody, but I would imagine the way Florida State does this, Brett, they will plug in nicely. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, when you talk transfer head coaches, you, right away the guys that got a lot of the attention, Deion Sanders and Lincoln Riley, um, but uh, and, and Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin backed it up for sure, but a guy that doesn't get enough attention is Mike Norvell. He, he brings in a lot of great transfers, um, but really develops them and gets them into the all-conference ranks, all-American ranks, and really uh, last year's 14-0 start was, was proof in the pudding there, and uh, I think he'll do it again. He's, he's a great, great head coach. Now he's got some job security. Looks like he locked in a long-term deal. Um, players like that kind of security. And now he, he can pitch to his players and recruits. We're never going to be left out of a playoff again on, on a, you know, after going undefeated because we have the automatic bid and we can contend with anybody. So, yeah, great job there. It's just more of the same for Mike Marvell, one of the best transfer coaches out there. This time of year and for the next X number of months, Brett's working on his release for the next season. And, Brett, I've said in my lifetime, this is the best-looking group of players that I've seen returning to Ole Miss in my lifetime. Now, I don't go all the way back to Johnny Vaught. I met him once when he was retired, so I can't take you back to the 60s, but I can probably the mid-70s. And this certainly won't be Notre Dame's best roster. That would be kind of crazy to say, but I would say this could be Notre Dame's best team in a couple of decades. 
Yeah, I, I agree with both um, on paper. I mean, the the way that Marcus Freeman has recruited to a new level there and has retained a lot of the top talent. I was just going through my 2023 stats. It's the first part of the process is you start numbers and then you, you, you work from there. But Notre Dame statistically really was better than the record showed this year. I, I, was, I was shocked to see them at the top of most of my uh, stat metrics, offensively, defensively, overall. They're up there. They had the, the, the stat profile of a playoff team. So, uh, and then to build off of all that returning talent, uh, yeah, it's going to be an uh, exciting season for them in Notre Dame. And Ole Miss, I agree with you, now a little bit younger on the younger side. Uh, I remember Eli Manning a little bit, the 2003 team. But since then, it wasn't much. I mean, I think the Hugh Freeze teams are the closest you can get to that. Uh, you got the, the Bo Wallace teams and some great offenses, Laquan Treadwell, great receivers and tight ends, but nothing like this where – they're coming off of, you know, they already did it. They already got to the mountain. They're coming off of a double-digit win season, bringing back all this talent, bringing in a third straight top two transfer class. Uh, Kiffin, you know, he's making up a lot of ground in the transfer portal compared to on the recruiting, uh, you know, the traditional high school recruiting. So, yeah, it's, it's a real contender at Ole Miss. Josh up in Pickerington, Ohio. Ask Brett his thoughts on the Buckeyes and everybody that they're bringing back. And most everybody but Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm leaving a couple of guys out, but a good bulk of that team's back, plus the addition of Junkins and Howard. Yeah, this is a key part of the season, uh, the offseason for me, is the NFL decision week because, I mean, you're basically getting back NFLers. I mean, uh, it sounds really simplistic to think of it that way, but the same way we get excited about a five-star for high school signing, you should be twice as excited about getting these NFL players coming back for another year because they've already proven it at the college level. They're already committed to playing at Ohio State. So they're, they're landing a lot of top players coming back. I saw Trevion Henderson. I saw, I think, Denzel Burke. I need to brush up on who all is coming back. But uh, with Jim Knowles, a defensive coordinator, you know you're going to have a top unit again on defense. Uh, offensively, they upgrade, I think, a quarterback. I'd call it an upgrade. Will Howard won the conference in the Big 12 two years ago. Um, and then Quinshawn Junkins, I think he led the whole SEC in rushing in 2022, freshman of the year, all all the accolades. So if he can refocus, I think he's going to have a, a great season and a, a great share of the carries at Ohio State. So, so far, so good for the offseason for Ohio State, I'd say. JTT's coming back, who can be dynamic. He's a little streaky, but dynamic. And then he's Igbuka the coming killer. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Igbuka coming back, hopefully healthy at wide receiver. Yeah, and you know the way they recruit, too, that there's names out oh. there that haven't, you know, yeah. in spring ball we'll see all these former, or uh, I should say, yeah, former five-stars, but future All-Americans emerge as usual. So the deep roster. I want to see Brian Hartline in his second year as a full-time coordinator, offensive coordinator, um, you know, see if he can have a second-year coordinator bonus for his side of the ball. He's always been an ace wide receiver coach, best in the country, but I want to see him a second year at this, uh, at this role he's in. You know who's having a – Really good transfer portal hall is Louisville. And I know that the theory was maybe their record was more the beneficiary of a schedule that was soft at points. But Brom did a fantastic job, regardless of the schedule. And the other item is, Brett, they got money. Louisville's got money, and they're spending it in the portal. Yeah, this is a case where you see full alignment from the fan base, from the administration, from the boosters, all the way to the head coach, his staff. 
just because there's a certain sense of security with Brom. I mean, this is his this is his top job. This is where he wants to be. This is where he always uh, ascended to. Same with his brothers there on the staff. Uh, they are Louisville, and they want to build a winner here. So uh, full commitment. On you know, they're all pulling in the same direction. You see that on the field. A great transition year. He turned around. Uh, what they got eleven wins there. Incredible season, first year for them. And then uh, to bring in all these transfers. So this is his real first test. He got the whole transfer cycle and the whole recruiting cycle uh, to, to prove his vision. And he already has the 11-win season in his pocket. He doesn't even have to, to pitch them a future vision. He can just put on a highlight reel from this year. So, um, yeah, very impressive there. Uh, we'll see if in his second full year he gets more of his fun offense unlocked, his, his air raid pass offense. Um, I think they'll translate well down there. So, yeah, no, he's been great so far, and I think they're number two in the transfer rankings uh, per 24-7. Second or third, got to check, but great job already. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, thanks. It's PickSixPreviews.com, at PickSixPreviews on Twitter. Hard at work on the 2024 season preview magazine. It seems like a mile away, but uh, it's got to start somewhere, so we're doing stats and graphics and getting ready for the season preview. See you next week, sir. I don't usually look much at the transfer portal rankings. Louisville is ranked number one. And they're bringing in 23 dudes. Tyler Barron just flipped to them. Knoxville kid said he was going to Ole Miss and then flipped to Louisville just last half day or so. Blake Profino, top of the hour. Good morning, TDOT. I was trying to remove that stalled truck a few minutes ago on 24 westbound at Haywood Lane. Uh, still trying to clean up an accident in Hermitage on 40 westbound near OHP. And traffic's picked up even more just in the last few minutes out here on 65 as you come down through Madison and also on Vietnam Vets. It's starting to load up a bit there uh, westbound Vietnam Vets through Hendersonville. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online anytime today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, the fine folks at Nix Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nix Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nix Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nix Construction and Remodeling. They do it all. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. 
You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're only is lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. Number one, Coach Prom. Coach Prime, number two. Baby Kiff, number three. Florida State, four. South Carolina, Baby Beamer, right there. Cal is number six. NC State is seven. The Gus Bus is eight. Missouri, nine, and the Cuse. Heard from Peter, big Cuse fan this morning. Good to hear from him. Yeah, the Cuse is number 10. I'm not going to keep going down that list and create a list radio show. Will in Northwest Arkansas says Bill, and he's a big Oklahoma fan, balmy 12 degrees this morning where he's at. Finally headed above freezing, should see melting. Today, most kids still out of school or remote learning. It's been a mess, Bill. Yeah, I know. I have one high schooler left. He's a senior, and they're not in school today. They were off Monday. It was a holiday, and then Tuesday because of the weather and today. That's all about the buses and the back streets. The main streets are in pretty good shape, but but. The back streets, the neighborhoods that don't get traveled as much, those don't get cleared off as readily, and there's massive liability there. Growing up in my day, remember that, when you would hear that from your parents, and now I'm the one saying it, going to the private school, Battleground Academy, 
you didn't get it out for squat. Did not matter if the streets were bad. Did not matter if it caused an inconvenience. Didn't matter. <laughs> Back in my day, y'all, that's the way we did it. And then they did have one rule. If you want to leave, you can't drive. You have to walk home, which could be, heck, kids live. Battleground is in Franklin, and a lot of the kids came in from Nashville. So you'd have to walk home, and you couldn't wear shoes either. You have to walk in the snow and bare feet. That was the rule. I'm probably making that part up. but Jonathan down in Ocean Springs, and yes, this is a thing here he's talking about. Bill, I worry that Downs will flip to Georgia because of T-Rob. Talking about Caleb Downs. Arguably, not just a fantastic true freshman. I don't know that I saw a safety play better than him. Now, Xavier Watts from Notre Dame had a huge breakout year. He's been around a while. But Downs, you could make the statement that he was the best player on an Alabama defense that was very stout and very much improved from the 22 team. Says, Bella, worry about it because of T-Rob. As of last night, people close to the Bama program were still unsure on what he will do. Desperately trying to hang on to him. NIL is a big factor. I know Kevin, and we'll tape Kevin on Thursday, was thinking that Perhaps they could keep him through the spring. Now, again, that wasn't a bold fist on the table. This is the way it's going to happen. It was, I believe, a hope, which which could happen. I don't say hope as in you're dreaming, but, but this is a tug of war. He's a Georgia kid, and this one is very personal for Kirby Smart. Very personal. Now, does that get this done? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Jonathan also, Bill, the offensive staff for Bama is elite. I'm a fan of the defensive staff. The roster is still a top three one. Are they on your short list for the Natty for next year? Oh, I think they'd have to be. Now, I want to see how Coach DeBoer Coach Grubb, how they sift through the quarterback room. Is Dylan Lonergan a threatening potential starting quarterback? I think he probably is. But we got to get them into spring and see what the results are. And, again, I'm not necessarily Mr. Spring is the ultimate revelation of the truth. But in this case, it's going to have to be in some ways at the quarterback position. Do you simply stay with the Miro offense, which has limits but does have explosive opportunities? Not all that balanced. Or do you do what DeBoer does and you're going to find the quarterback that fits the procedure? Which probably wouldn't be Milrow. Now, I will also say Milrow's been counted out a bunch. By me, too. Yes. 
And he typically rebounds. Does he have another one? Can they play next year Alabama? Can they play really good defense, which I don't know why not, and continue with the way this offense morphed a year ago? What's the latest on Tommy Reza as well? Where's my boy going? Somebody hire my boy, please. I like Tommy Reese. I do. Blake Rafino, top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. We still got that heavy traffic coming in right now from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, up through the Antioch area on an earlier problem we had with a stalled truck that's since been moved there near Haywood Lane. We just got all that volume coming in uh, right now again from Murfreesboro. Uh, wrapping up a few wrecks we had uh, this morning on 40 westbound in Hermitage near OHB. We still got some dangerous driving conditions out here this morning. Please allow yourself extra time as it builds now through Hendersonville on Vietnam Vets going westbound towards Conference Drive. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu at Prince hotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. And now, the fine folks at The Fenceman are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fenceman, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The Fence Man, the professionals who care. 
Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Bogan John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night, Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans. We talk SEC football. We talk NBA. We talk everything. And we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. Music City Todd approved. The Bill King Show. The best young safety I've seen last 20 years is Eric Berry. Out of Georgia, went to Tennessee, and was just a freaking absolute superstar from the beginning. Tennessee was always going to get him. James Berry, his dad, played at Tennessee, was running back. Early majors there, I believe he was the class of 78. Out of Natchez, Mississippi. And so Tennessee was always going to get him. But, and he turned out to be just a superstar. Any which way you want to do it. He's physical, pick balls, housem. And I don't know where I'd put Downs, but Downs is one of the better young, true freshman safeties that I recall who was the safety who was committed? I'm already forgetting his name. You guys correct me here. Was committed to Notre Dame out of Texas. And there was a rumor for the last couple of months, a year ago, that he would flip. And he actually flipped to Oregon and then Oklahoma. Played this last year. Had some really big plays in the Texas game. Had some big plays. Didn't he recover that early uh, fumble? Well over Northwest Arkansas will correct me. I'm trying to remember that safety for whatever reason. But but Downs is one of the better young ones I've I've watched. He total complete game. Sudden, physical in the running game, very good in the passing game in coverage. Complete package. Rare to get that guy that has all those tools. I'll equip a Bob. Welcome in, sir. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, I hope you're staying warm up there, buddy. Well, I'm inside. It is, but we. I told you we just dropped another degree. It's minus five, so no telling. Well, I, I normally agree with you, Bill, but you, you had half the story on uh, the walking to school thing. You know, when I was in Pennsylvania, we used to walk 23 miles up one mountain down the other to get to class, and uh, right. <laughs> you're right about the barefoot stuff, though, you know. But... Uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, Bill, you know, I, I waited until the non-playing portion of the season to bring this up. You know, how would you fix college football and in and, and the listening audience? I think we have a really good listening audience out there, a lot of insight, a lot of intelligence, and, and these, these folks all know football. You know, I sat back myself and I looked at the NFL model, and I thought, 
eventually that's coming to college football. There's no no doubt. But in the NFL, if you tamper, you violate a contract. There's a there's a uh, commissioner overhead, and they take away draft picks, right? College football doesn't have that, so that almost takes the punitive aspect out of the equation. And, and I'm not sure how they're ever going to fix this mess that they have. I mean, what what are your thoughts on it? You, what do, where do you see this thing going? First off, are we doing this with the assumption that the genie is forever out of the bottle? Meaning we can't go back. Is that the assumption? I, You know, Bill, I'm, I'm thinking you got to find some way to control that genie. It's out of the bottle, but it's got to be controlled. I, You know, Bill, when you look at this, to me, the college coaches are the problem. They're, they're the blame for this transfer portal. You know, they sign a contract. And I agree, okay, if you can make more somewhere else, you should be able to go. But I also agree that if you sign a contract and you put your name on a piece of paper and say, I'm going to be here for four years, you should stay for four years, not, you know, go running down the road at the next best offer. So I I really don't blame the players there. I blame the coaches for this mess. They they kind of brought this on themselves. But how are you ever going to stop this tampering and – get college football back to what it is, which is college first and football second. I, I guess well, that's, that's... They're, they're about to pass legislation where the universities, wink, wink, will actually be paying the players. And not that I like that, but we have to do it in context of way, the way this is going, regardless of what we may want to do if we had our hands on it, which will involve eventually them getting a chunk of the TV money. I'm not sure what you do, but they will put up. Here's what's going to happen. They're going to put up guardrails, and they're not going to make it as easy to just liberally transfer up and leave, and there will be contractual limitations. There will be guardrails on those more so than we have now. All of that's coming. I don't know because we still – it's not like they're going to go to a draft. We're not going to have a draft. Because we're going to always have recruiting, and uh, that's still going to favor the haves, regardless. Yeah, and, and you know, Bill, sometimes I think, well, the answer is you sign all these people to a contract and the universities enforce it. You know, you if, if somebody tampers with a player, you sue them, but then you have to prove damages. And, and if you put 107000 in the stadium each week, where's the damages? Where's the loss? Because that one player left or two players left or your coach left. So how do you, 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 you know, you, you can take scholarships away, but where's the enforcing body? I mean, it's like Florida State now. You know, the NCAA is coming in there and saying, well, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. If I was Florida State, I'd say, so what? We don't care. Because if you try something... We're going to sue you because you're selectively prosecuting us and you let North Carolina and Kansas off the hook. Anyway, Bill, just food for thought. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Blake Ruffino. Yes, we'll get to Juju Lewis. Yes, we'll get to that. About 20 minutes. Omni Nashville Hotel.